Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It offers a block. The blitz comes from the other side. Jaquel Jackson. And now again, Jaquel Jackson. You're listening to Believe in Colts with co-hosts Lawrence Owen and Dequel Jackson, bringing you the latest and greatest about the shoe. Brady, middle, intercepted by Dequel Jackson. Playfield, Ryan, intercepted, picked off at the five, touchdown Dequel Jackson. What's going on, Colts Nation? I'm Lawrence Owen. With me as usual is Dequel Jackson. We're getting ready to start off a great week 15. Saw the Indianapolis Colts jump into the playoffs. Uh, picture didn't even have to play a game, but now they got a heck of a, a thing getting ready. They have to start dealing with. I have myself. I want to give a special shout out. Thank you for my next guest for agreeing on short notice. I asked yes. him little little bit short notice, and he he agreed to it. So I appreciate it so much. My guy Zach Keeper from the Athletic. What's up, Zach? How, thank you for coming on and uh being on the podcast with us today thanks for having me big game this week i think pretty big game oh Biggest yeah, oh, yeah. Had in uh, a couple years i would say maybe since dequel was was wearing the colts jersey i think yeah you, you know anytime we anytime i look at the pagers and especially so when the colts are playing and right now in the, this course of the season where you're talking about playoff football you know how teams are playing uh what teams are rolling and who's catching fire so let's start things off with this do you see the colts with the remaining schedule, when you look at it, you have the Patriots coming up, you have the Cardinals, you have the Raiders, and obviously you finish with the Jacksonville Jaguar. In your heart of hearts, and by you watching this football team this year, do you think they have enough to make it to the postseason, depending on you know other things happening uh, that are out of their control? Yeah, I don't have any hesitation saying absolutely they have enough. Um, mm-hmm. And you know this, Dequil, playing at this time of the year – when I look at the schedule, you play the one seed in the AFC on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The following week, you play the one seed in the NFC, right? That's tough, right? right. It's right. not who the Colts are playing the next four games. It's how they're playing, I think. They've proven time and again they can play with the best teams in the league. Now, finishing has been a different story, yes. but they've got everything they need in terms of star power. The defense is playing better. Carson's playing well. I don't think it's any question whether they can play with some of the best teams in the league. I got a follow-up question to that. I, I do agree with that. And we know we if we go back and look at the the, uh, the Bucks game, there was a there was a uh, point in that game where they threw the ball 25, 26 times. And in my opinion, watching this football team, this team is built to travel. You play great defense, you can run the football. Do you think that's a formula moving forward for them to to squeak into this playoffs? In that you know, obviously you have Carson Wentz there. He can you know he has a big arm. He's the guy that you're going to have to rely on once you get to the postseason. With that being said, do you think playing that style of travel football, running the football, playing great defense is the best chance for them to to get to where they obviously set their goals to the beginning of the season? 
It's what Chris Bow has been preaching for four years. You know, since the day yeah. he got here, it was I'm going to tear this defense down and I'm going to build it back up. Offensive line, defensive line. He believes that wins in December and January. We're going to find out. But you've right. got to like their chances. I think they've got one of the best offensive players in football, the best back in football right now. Put the ball in his hands and see what they can do. And talking to the defenders today, we talked to Kenny Moore and we talked to Bobby Okereke, and they basically said, like, look, we love games like this where we're going to have to stop the run mm -hmm. to win the game. We're going to bring our big right. shoulder pads. They like this challenge. I think they're built to stop the run well. You know the Patriots are going to want to do that. But, yeah, I mean, they're well-constructed, and they don't really have a lot of flaws. They're strong on special teams. Maybe you can make some some points about the pass rush, and I'm with you on that. But they're a pretty yeah. well-sound sound team, not a lot of weaknesses, well-coached, but they're going against the best-coached team in the league right now, the hottest team right. in the league as well. No doubt. No doubt about it. Bobby, Bobby's great. We had him on last week and 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 discussed. Great that. guy. He's 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 improved dramatically this year over the last, I don't know, five six weeks in his run defense. So him saying you know stopping the run is is paramount. That's that's awesome. Uh, it's it's that time. I got I got to drop the the ad here, guys. I'm yeah. telling you what, uh, betting it's huge in sports. Huge, and Bet Online is back and better than ever. They have a new web interface that. Uh, for the start of this basketball season, they dropped that new web interface. They have more props, odds, and lines than ever before. They remain your number one spot for all of your betting action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. Now, I got a two-part question real quick. The first part's going to go to DeQuell, and then uh, what? Uh, bring it over to you, Zach. Mm -hmm. DeQuell, I have a question. Before you go into a big game like this, uh -huh. do coaches and players look at the referees and see their tendencies? And, and, oh, and, and Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. I remember my time. The first coach I've ever experienced that with was Eric Medjidi. And then obviously, you know, over the years, Chuck Pagano would do it as well. And I think it's so important to understand the tendencies of the opponent you're playing, but also which refs tend to throw more PIs, defensive PI, OPI, and holdings or what have you. It's just being a student of the game. So for me, probably I really leaned into it probably towards the middle to the end of my career where I really started to benefit from it and knowing like what I could get away with as opposed to what I couldn't get away with on the field. So it's a game of inches. It's a game of, 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 of just trying to gain that edge. And that's just one more tool. If you're a player, if you understand and as a coach, if your team can process that information, it helps your teams out, team out tremendously. So Zach, with that in mind, Carl Cheffers is going to be the referee for the game this Saturday. And he has the second most penalties. His team has called the second most penalties in the NFL uh, and the most pass interferences in the NFL this season. Do you think that affects the game plan or how they play? If you don't think Bill Belichick knows that, <laughs> crazy. And you know who, right. you know who spells that spells bad news for. I'm just going to say it. It's Rocky yeah. scene. Mm -hmm. He's right. gotten into a place right. where he's gotten handsy at times. Now he's been a lot better this season. And I think he deserves credit for that. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely going to be a point of emphasis in the Colts defensive meeting room this week. I can guarantee you that, but also mm -hmm. Mac Jones is going to know that Josh McDaniels is going to know that. And right. look, rock's been really good for the most part in the down. He's in position a lot of times, but he'll panic right. when the ball's in the air. That's when he gets handsy. 
And he said this before that he gets targeted by officials because if he commits one, they're looking closer at him and it kind of spirals. And there's a lot of times when he's had two or three Colts are one of the least penalized teams in football this year, but that's a really good point. You make DQ said it's a game of inches. It's a game of, you know, Darius Leonard said a couple of weeks ago when they lost that tough game to Tampa, he's like, one, you can't turn the ball over five times, but two, you can't have those DPIs in the red zone. They've right. had those. Those are killer. So that's a really good point heading into this game. Well, yeah, also, you also look, looking at the Carson Wentz situation, he's he's won games kind of off of San Francisco. Yeah, throwing those deep balls and relying on, you know, the DPS. So that might kind of favor also into the Colts offense as well. Yeah, and, and they they brilliantly exploited that in San Francisco. They knew those defenders yeah. in the secondary were grabby, and they were gonna. And they and Carson just threw the ball up a couple times, mm-hmm. and that's that's looking like a better and better win as the weeks go on. Now the San Francisco 49ers, I believe, are in the NFC playoff picture. Mm-hmm. So hey, maybe right. the Colts can right. beat playoff teams. <laughs> I wanted to ask Dequell one thing when I knew we were coming on today. Um, uh-huh. From your perspective, you know, captain of the defense, middle of the defense. Was it different playing Belichick than playing any other coach? And, and, and you guys did not have success against them, and you know that. Mm-hmm. And yep. and what's it like when you know you're going against a guy who's probably going to have all, if not most, of the answers? Uh, that's a great question. It makes you a bit uneasy. Uh, for a younger guy, you probably really don't understand the depth of what a good coach, how a coach schemes you up. Schemes you up. When I started paying attention to it, it makes it extremely difficult because when I played them, when it was when I played them in meaningful football games with the Colts, it was not only did you have to understand formations just from my position alone, you had to understand who was eligible as opposed to who was who was not ineligible, which guy was going to report. He was going to do something to trip you up for a second to cause you to have a brain fart, if you will. So playing him was a lot different than playing any other team. And you always can expect playing a Bill Belichick team, expect some wrinkle here and there. He's going to do something that you've exposed on film that you necessarily don't identify as being a weakness. He's going to find that weakness. He's going to exploit it. And that's what kind of leads me to this next question, right, is we saw the the Patriots run the football 46 times against a Buffalo defense. We witnessed it. We saw Jonathan Taylor run up and down this team. Our offensive line just – manhandled and won the game up front from a defensive line and offensive line standpoint. It worries me that our defense, even though we have great linebackers, we have Darius Leonard, we have a solid group. They're built to run. They're built for speed. They're built built to protect the ball down the field. It worries me. It becomes worrisome that if that approach is taken against the Colts this year defensively, that makes me a little, that to me, that's problematic because I don't think we're, we're as strong up front as we can be, and no one has actually come out and said, "You know what? We're gonna we're gonna be committed to running the football against this team and only throw three passes." That's the only thing that kind of concerns me about this upcoming game. But uh, I know I was all over the place with that, but that's something that kind of just popped in my head in terms of okay, plan to build Belichick team, Darius Leonard, you know the the guys that we have up front, DeForest Buckner. You have to expect some sort of wrinkle to trip those two guys up because. In my opinion, those are the strengths of this team defensively. He's going to do something that is a head scratcher that you're not prepared for, and that's what frightens me playing a team like uh, a, a team like the Patriots and Bill Belichick being a head coach. And if if you're the Patriots, if you're the Colts, you probably want to make Mac Jones beat you, right? The rookie right. quarterback. Right. My question to you is: the Colts, they are 
phenomenal at taking the football away. They're on pace Absolutely. for 40, which hasn't been done in seven, eight years, yes. whatever. Even with the 17th game, it's ridiculous. Is that a little worrisome in one way? Because it's a dangerous way to live. Can you count right. on turnovers, especially against a team that's so buttoned up like the Patriots? I mean, they've won seven in a row in a lot of different ways. Right. That, I think, is a little bit of a cause concern. Because if you don't turn the ball over, you're this is a defense that's designed to give up yards. They're going to give up first downs. They're going right. to hope to hold you to field goals. But they haven't been great at that this year. Right, right. Yeah, that it, it, I, I agree with you because we, we don't have a – a Robert Mathis on the edge. We don't have a guy that's, you know, we, we can count on him rushing off the edge. And you look at the Patriots, they've won in many different ways this last these in the, within this seven game stretch. For the Colts, we've won, and correct me if I'm wrong, we've won when we've committed to running the football. And we've had occasionally Carson Wentz has come up with big throws down the field. We've made some plays, taking the top off the defense. But when you boil it all down, it scares me that we haven't been able to win in multiple ways, you know, and, and you talk about the defense. They've been, you know, they're leading the league in turnovers. We lead the league in points off of turnovers. So if we can play within ourselves and we can, you know, show up and have that type of impact on the game. Now I tend to think the, the, the angle, you know, is going to sway towards the, the Colts winning this football game. But if not, how do you force, you know, this is a question for all, how do you force Mac Jones to throw in the football? You know, it's like it's it's the, the both of these teams are pretty evenly matched. They're both built to travel. They play good defense. They run the football, and in a way, you protect your quarterback. So, how do you expose either quarterback, if you will, if you're the Patriots or if you're the Colts? So that that's a question I can't answer. I wish I did have an answer to, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that this all plays out. Well, it worries me a little bit because, you know, we're talking about stopping the run. That's that's going to be the primary focus for both teams, I think. You know, Bill no Belichick is is well known for taking away your, your your number one guy. And there's no question in the entire NFL that Jonathan Taylor is the Colts guy. Um, right. you're, when you're talking about stopping the run for the Patriots, though, that means your linebackers will have to be cl- playing a little bit closer and hitting those holes just right, you know, and, 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 and running down. If you put it in Matt Jones's hand, they have two tight ends that are really, really good. And the Colts defense have not been very good against good tight ends. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. really worried about that right there. Gronk, Mark Andrews in Baltimore caught like 40 passes on them. But then right. secondly, I would say this. That's a huge valid concern. And we're not going to get an answer yeah. until about 837. <laughs> right. If you're going to make the game into a passing game, who can pass better, right? If right. both these right. sell out for the run, you take Carson Wentz over Mac Jones. I don't feel uncomfortable yeah. saying that. Carson's made mm-hmm. mistakes. And to your point, DQ, they haven't won games throwing it, but they've played really well right. for stretches doing that. San Francisco, they won right. that one. Taylor was great. Baltimore, they lit them up, and then they collapsed late. And then Tampa Bay, they had three straight scoring drives with those 25 straight passes, right? I mean, they can put points up on the board. Right. I'm looking at – so maybe Pittman doesn't have a great game because they're going to probably shade him with J.C. Jackson, who's terrific. No doubt. You know who needs to step up? You know know who you're going to say. I know who you're going to say. T.Y. Hilton. This is his game. And this is going to be different. He's not going to have the one corner on him this time. Every single time in his career when he's played Belichick, he's had the one corner. They always have an elite outside corner. He's going to have the two or the three. I'm looking at T.Y. Hilton and maybe, and I know this sounds crazy, but Ashton Doolin. Mm -hmm. He's been practicing well. He's had two touchdowns in two games. He's got the speed. What do you need from Ashton? You need 
one catch, two catch, three catches, and that's a right. good day. An for impactful him. catch, right? But right. I think so, I so, think this yeah. could be a vintage Ty game if he brings it. He could be the X factor. You and know, it, we've been go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Lawrence. You got it. Yeah, well, I was you're talking about Ty needing to bring it, Ashton needing to bring it. If the Patriots sell out to stop the run, to stop Jonathan Taylor, you know that they bring a uh, safety or something down. That's when the Colts, just like against Tampa Bay, Carson Wentz is going to have to find those guys downfield in open spots. They're going to be there. He's just got to be accurate, and we, we can't have turnovers off of those, you know? So, yeah, no, they I know agree. that. Frank knows that going into this game. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You can't, it, for me, and I hate to sound like a Colts killer, but Carson Wentz, he scares me anytime he throws the ball more than 25 to 30 times. That means the running game, we've abandoned the running game somewhat. It's not effective. And now we're leaning on Carson Wentz and our receiving core, who's been kind of decimated through injuries. We we needed T.Y. Hilton back. We need him to make his mark on this team and and for this this push for the playoffs. So uh, I do – listen, we won't know, like you said, until 8.30 how this team – how we're going to attack Bill Belichick in this defense. Are we going to commit? Are we going to sell out to running the football? Are we going to have a, a situation where one of your key leaders on the offensive line goes to the head coach during the game and say, you know what, can you give us a called run? You know, yeah. none of this RPO game. So right. you need to have everyone on board. They need It needs to be a clear case of what we're doing, how we're going to attack this team, and uh, stay committed to it. But, again, I, I go back to the point you made about T.Y. He needs to show up. Hopefully he's healthy. He's got a few games under his belt. And as you mentioned, I was there. I witnessed it. I saw how Bill Belichick was able to put two corners on T.Y. Uh, for the majority of his career. So now we're going to see what type of value he brings to this team and, you know, who the team is made of. And at some point, at some point, it's just going to be about it's going to be simple, right? It's going to be like winning one on one matchups. Like right. T.Y. is going to be one on one. Got to get right. open and win, the, and win the matchup. And that's the fun part because right. we don't know what's going to happen. But. This one is just dripping in storylines. I can't remember oh a game. Gosh. I mean, maybe the maybe the fake punt game, not to bring up bad memories for you, man, but <laughs> this might be the biggest game they've had at home since then. It feels like it. The buzz around it, the city is back. This yes. team's playing well. There's playoffs in the – like, it's going to be fun. Yes, yes, I, I definitely agree with that. This is the biggest – this is a pivotal moment of this team's career or this team's season because leading up to this point, you beat Buffalo. You know, uh, up until and Buffalo San Fran, and, that's and it. San Fran, and you were getting close. You were in, you were competitive against really good football teams, but you hadn't made your that signature win was against Buffalo. Now this is a signature moment against a, a, a rookie quarterback, for Christ's sake, rookie quarterback. You would think you should be able to take advantage of this guy being a rookie because let's face it, he hasn't had that game all year where you can point to and say, you know what, he's a rookie, he's got to make his mistakes. I haven't seen that multiple game turnover. Maybe this is a game where the Colts defense come up with the, you know, multiple interceptions, multiple turnovers, and completely changes, you know, who this the the the, the uh, Patriots have been identity wise all season. We'll see. Well, well, here here's here's something because we saw this uh, last week with the Patriots win over the Bills, something that Colts fans have seen many many times. Bill Belichick going out there, not just heavy formations, but six offensive linemen, you know, out oh, there man. and just just burrow through and just run and, and and bring their, you know, force their will upon a defense just to run the ball. Colts have seen that many, many times through their history. 
as as a defender to quell you're sitting there and you know you look over and you're just seeing a team just bring out six offensive you know what they're doing oh when they're God. doing that <laughs> you know what goes through your mind how, how do you, how do you attack something like that yeah you have to be ready to be in a track stance because it's going to be a 907 downhill battle that's what i because you know as a linebacker you you're paying attention to the personnel you can see the small guys coming in or the bigger guys coming in and when you see offensive linemen coming in you know, you you strap up a little bit tighter because you you understand, okay, this team is trying to impose their will. And as a defender, that's the last thing you want to be exposed that you can't stop the run. And you look at the Buffalo Bills, they've been absolutely the last few weeks have been humiliating, embarrassing from a defensive standpoint. Not because you know you you lost the game, but how you lost the game. So for me, I feel like both both teams, they're gearing up for this old school nine on seven. We're not going to, it's not going to be a high scoring game. Uh, you know, you look at the Patriots they're I believe they're top 10 in points allowed defensively. So, uh, and they're okay winning by four points. They're okay winning, you know, controlling the clock and, and running the ball 46 times. So that brings a unique challenge for any defense or any, anyone game planning against the Patriots. And this is, this is a, this is going to be, you know, a fun game to watch. But it's also going to be a boring ass game to watch because I feel like it's going to be very simple. And like you said, Zach, it's going to come down to winning one on one matchups. Patriots are not top 10 in, in defense. They're number one. And since week well, five. Yeah, yes, yes. Since week five, they are averaging 14.4 points allowed per game. That is so low in today's NFL. Oh, my gosh. But on oh, the other yeah. side, number one offense in the league since week five, 32 points a game from Frank Reich's offense. A lot of that's 28. But um, that's going to be fun. That that's the cat and mouse game that I just can't wait to watch. Right, right. Well, and 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 a lot of those points are coming off those turnovers as well, right? Because right? the Colts lead right. the league. If you get two turnovers at home, win the game. Like there's no excuse right. not to win that game. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Okay, so Christmas is coming up, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we need to say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. They use cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques. They've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price. They have the same chemical makeup as natural diamonds, but are grown in a lab. And because of the process, they can create stones in bluish pink and beautiful blue, as well as the classic white. Light box diamonds, never a dull moment. Speaking of Christmas... Boy, these next two games for the Colts is going to tell everything that anyone wants to know about India. I mean, good Lord, they're playing the number one seed in the AFC and then the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, I would say that this, as you were talking about earlier, this game against uh, the Patriots is way, way more important than the one afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because NFC games, we, we, we talked about last week, you know, against Tampa Bay, if there was a game to lose, it would have been Tampa, right? Because it really had no effect on the conference. And wow. that's the reason why the Colts are in the playoffs in the first place is because of their conference record, right? right. Well, they're right. tied with how many, what, five, five teams are sitting there at yeah. seven and six? My goodness, they, can, they, they can't afford to slip up in, in the, in this last stretch of games. I agree completely that the Patriots feels more important. And I want to get your thoughts on this DQ. This might mm -hmm. be something the media takes too far sometimes, but mm -hmm. from a player's psyche, you know, if, if you, if you beat the Patriots on Saturday, 
is that more important in terms of the mental, the lift it can give a locker room, the belief it can give a team that hasn't beaten a lot of playoff teams? Is that real? Is that tangible? Or is it just something we write about that, you know, you just want a football game? No, it's real. It's real. Whether or not the guys in the locker room want to admit it, it's real. Because, you know, you go back to last week. If you beat the Bucks, heck, you're, you're looking at yourself like, hey, world I'll champs. just beat the, the world champs and I can compete with the best against one of the best to ever do it. So absolutely, the psyche about this play has even more of an effect than the physical. The physical is one thing, but you you know as well as I do. We all do. Beating the Patriots as a Colts, as a member of the Colts, that is a big win psychologically. That's going to, that's going to, you're going to, you're going to feel that. You're going to feel that. It's been 12 years. It's been like 12 been or 12 13 years. years since, since the fourth since, and two game. Since 09, or since the 09 game, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah when so the Colts it, went it, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a big part of it. Uh, you know, you win this game, you know, you go out and play the Cardinals. You know, this is, this is the moment. This is the moment they cannot let pass them by. You go out and you win this football game, not only win it, but win it, and you're throwing the football. You've won it differently than when how you've won previous games, not leaning on 28. So uh this is a this is a big moment in every every sense of the word for this team, for the coaches, for the city, for everyone that's involved. This is a huge win and against Bill Belichick, regardless of not you regardless if you have a rookie quarterback or not, it's still the freaking Patriots. I, I agree completely. This. It's bigger than just one game. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I mean, they they were 0-3. They were 1-4. and four. As of right. right now, they are in the playoffs. They control their own fate. That's insane in its own right. But a win Saturday will tell you they belong in the playoffs. And as wide open as the AFC is, I wouldn't want to play the Colts, especially if they know the Patriots on no. Saturday. They're built. Absolutely they're well not. built. They got a stud mm-hmm. in Taylor. They could beat anybody. And they're healthy. They're they're healthier now than they have been all year. You know, even even week one, they're healthier than then. I mean, the the two injuries on the Colts that that have been the most worrisome are guys that have actually been playing, like Quentin Nelson's ankle, Darius Leonard's ankle. They've had a week off to sit there and let that you know kind of heal up a little bit. So there's no question, guys. Those leaders that we have on the team. They're going to go out there. They know how important this game is, and and right. and they're going to be that much healthier. They're going to go out there, and I, I wouldn't doubt that they they put everything on the line on, on in this yeah. game. Speaking speaking of injuries, one name comes to mind is uh, Damian Harris, mm-hmm. uh, the lead running back for the Patriots. And I haven't checked the the injury report at all, but that's a he's a big component of their run game. You know, if you don't have him available, now you have to lean on a rookie. And I went back and looked at. Bill Belichick's record coming off of bye weeks. And obviously he's won more than he's lost, but it's not, it's 13 and nine, I believe is. is That's a, surprising is, to me. Right, right. I thought it would have been a lot higher than that. I think, but, I think he's two and two the last four years. Yeah. So th- that gives me even more, you know, hope and, and confidence that, you know, these, this Colts football team can go out and dominate this team and, and, you know, and able to play within yourself. Speaking of bye weeks and coaches, you know, Frank Reich's undefeated, right? I did not I know, that. know that. I hadn't looked. I didn't know that. Frank Reich is undefeated so far with the uh, as the head coach of the Colts coming That's because of bye, bye weeks week. never come in week one or week two. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But, I mean, I think that, I think that says a lot for uh, for Reich, his ability to, to, to scheme and game plan uh, specific plays for a uh, upcoming opponent, given that extra week to sit there and look at film and stuff. 
I think that helps a lot. And I think that kind of puts a little bit uh, more faith in myself when it comes to, you know, the, because there's a lot, there's, there's been a lot of questions on, on uh, by fans about Frank Reich and his, his play calling this year. And sometimes it's, it's rightfully so sometimes I, I don't think so, but um, yeah, I I think that that's going to be a really big component. We could see a lot of, design plays that we haven't seen this year because of the bye week with Frank. And this is important to know, not just the best offense since week five, they score the most points in the first quarter of any team in the league. And that's a reflection, as you know, DQ is literally your, your 15 to 20 to 25 scripted plays you have at the beginning of the game. But conversely, and again, it goes back to the same storyline, best fourth quarter defense in the league. They're averaging like 2.6 points allowed per game is Belichick's New England defense. So Hot offense, stiff defense. That's going to be the that's going to be the storyline to watch for me. And it's not yeah. over until it's over. We know that with the quarterback. <laughs> right. right. And, and you bring up a good point about the Patriots' defense only giving up you know less than fifteen points a game. Well, a lot of it has to do with the time of possession. They're controlling the ball. Exactly. You know, so that's going to be that's going to play a huge factor in the you know Frank Wright and how their approach to the game. If we get the ball first, or or we get behind very uh, early or, or vice versa. So I think you're going to see a chess match between two coaches. One, Frank Wright beat Bill Belichick in one of the biggest games in, in the Super Bowl, for Christ's yep. sake. With and a he, backup. You know, with a backup. So, uh, you know, you have that element of it. But then you also have an element of, and I've been in locker rooms where you come off a bye week and you're playing a, a formidable opponent and you overdo it a bit. And now, you know, the pressure kind of, you know, builds up to where we're doing things we don't we, we don't necessarily do well and we're trying to get too cute and you know against the Patriots you mentioned it earlier Zach the fake you know punt that just was a complete disaster so obviously that's different coaches staff different situation but you know you also have to take that into account but I do think Frank Wright is, is capable uh of you know stepping up to that challenge believe it or not you know you you, you bring up time of possession you know we talk about how in the last 10 games, the Colts only three losses came against teams and they had double digit leads in those games. Right. Yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. Now here, here's the situation going up against the Patriots. You're talking about wanting to put the game in uh, that rookie hand. You go up double digits on the Patriots early. Right. Does the, does, does Mac Jones have the ability to make that comeback? I mean, we're talking yeah, about Mac know. Jones here. We're not. We're not talking about uh, you know Tom Brady who did it to us. You know, or Lamar Jackson that did it to us, or you know, uh, I would Ryan like Tannehill. the Colts' chances. And that's <laughs> right, right, right. A team right, that's failed to it. take the ball away, a rookie quarterback. Now he's right. been really well coached, and they have schemed him up well. They're not asking him to win games by himself, which is the way you do it. But I would like the Colts' chances in that situation. Right. And we haven't seen that from Mac Jones. Like I'm, no. I'm waiting for that game where, mm-hmm. you know what, you're behind, you got to throw the ball. And now that's when you start to see those rookie mistakes start to creep into play. And we haven't seen it. And hopefully with the way the Colts defense is structured, you take the ball away. And, you know, I've said it all year, Darius Leonard, I don't know how the heck he's mastered just that, that Cobra strike. I don't, I don't know how in the hell he does it for me personally. There's no way I could. I couldn't do both. I couldn't try to tackle you and also go after the football. It was well. One his arms other. are like seven feet long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. But 
it's it's, it's <laughs> peanut Tillman stuff, man. It's insane. Yeah. What, he's got it, 10, 10 this year. Uh, I, lost track. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And he was, a, he was the one who coined, who told everyone, Hey, we're, we're itching and pushing for 40 turnovers. Beginning of the season, I was like, there's no way you're going to come close Everybody to that. No said that. Yeah, I mean, there, no there, wasn't, there wasn't a reporter or anyone who was like, 40? <laughs> yeah, you got this. You no. Know? <laughs> no. no way. And you mentioned no those 10-point leads. They've had a 10-point lead in 10 straight games. That's crazy. Uh, that's really hard to do in this league. Now, you said they lost wow. three of them, and that's on them. But they have a way of getting points on the board early. They re- yeah. We'll see how they respond. But if you do that against Belichick, We'll see how Mac Jones responds because he hasn't yeah. won many games this season. He's yeah, been that, good, though. Mm-hmm. That well, would be very interesting. There is something. Uh, I, I've been impressed with Matt Eberflus and his play calling the last couple of weeks. Earlier in the year, you were seeing a lot of uh, they would get these leads early and you would see, you know, the defense, you know, soft zone and and, and things of that, and letting a team kind of walk easier, walk down the field to score quicker. You know, we've seen that a lot the last couple of weeks. We haven't been seeing that. They've been playing a lot more. Uh, closer to the line and and and, and forcing them uh, to make plays rather than just give up the underneath stuff all the time. In a game with the Patriots with Bill Belichick, you absolutely have to continue doing that. You cannot, you know, give up a little bit of room to Bill Belichick and 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 Josh McDaniels in that offense because this is we, we talked about it earlier how important this game is. You you see an opportunity, you got to step on it, right? <laughs> yeah, and especially this late in the season, teams, you know, you, you can't afford to, you know, take your foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. You know, teams are now, you know, hitting their stride. This is December. This is this is money time. This is, you know, how well are we playing to give our team a psychological advantage, you know, as we get deeper in this, uh, you know, in the season and heading into the postseason. So, yeah, uh, I'm with you on that, man. This 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 is a time for the Colts. It really is. They, they have to show up uh, this Saturday. They have to uh, in order for this team to have that that advantage uh, moving forward. Period. I'm with you guys, and, and I got to bounce here in a minute for an interview, but I was in the locker room after they were 0-2 and 0-3, and I stood there in Baltimore in disbelief after they lost that game. Right. And they said, we're better than this. We're a better team than this. I know it. I know by the end of the season we'll prove that. They have put everything in front of them, which is remarkable, which is a testament to them going 7-3 and against this schedule. But also, all right, time to go prove it right you said you were a better team it's one thing to beat up on the houston's and the jacksonville's and all those teams right i'm giving them credit for buffalo but now it's time to go do it and i think they have everything they need to do it but i think that this could be a signature night for this team and for frank reich's tenure as head coach really it's all going to come down to execution it's all going to come down to execution well zach i appreciate you coming on um guys i think that'll probably do it for this episode of believe in colts as well uh don't forget to check us out on youtube check us out wherever you find uh, your podcasts no matter where at and until next time this was believe in colts brought to you by bet online i'm lawrence owen that was dequel jackson shout out to zach Kiefer for coming on appreciate you and until next time go colts, go colts. appreciate it zach thanks For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done.